Welcome back to the Becoming More podcast, episode number 31. This is the final episode of 2021, so it's a very special one, and I want to dig in on this one. Before we get started, I want to ask all of you to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's always great to hear your feedback and see how we can improve the show. Here in Becoming More, we go in depth talking to some amazing people about how they have changed their lives dramatically and have inspired others to work towards the same. Today, I am joined by my first guest, not located in North America. You know him on Instagram as at doing it big with some underscores in there. Today, I am joined by Neam. Neam, how are you doing today? Good, thanks. Yeah, really good. Really glad to have you. And before, so we'll get it out of the way right away. So you're from New Zealand, correct? That's correct. Where currently we're recording here um, and I'm in the US and it's, you know, 10 p.m. on day after Christmas and it's what, 4 p.m. your time. So it's quite a difference on Monday. Uh, so, so it's a little bit of a difference in time, um, but it's cool. Uh, I, I was glad we could get this going and uh, we'll get right into it. Um, so I kind of like to ask everyone on the show, as you know, you've listened to the show. Um, what is the bottom line of your journey so far? Because Neem said so. Um, it's a roller coaster of life, really. For me, the bottom line is um, I'm a rock this till the wheels fall off. It's been... Uh, an interesting trip where I thought I had it sorted. I thought I had control of the steering wheel and sometimes, you know, the car just goes where it wants to. Uh, uh, so I'm still learning how to drive, I guess. Oh yeah, I hear, I hear that. It's a, it's a constant uh, <clears throat> constant change in terrain, right? That we all have to deal with. All right, cool. I like it. Um, all right. So I kind of like to get everybody, like give everybody a background on who you are, like how you got to where you are. Cause I know you see your bio and instagram you can see like what your heaviest weight was where you currently are things like that your goals goal weights and things like that but like kind of like growing up were you like a heavy kid growing up were you an athlete um and what kind of experiences led you to get to the point where you became a bigger guy yeah cool so i guess um growing up it was about eight years old when i realized that i was getting bigger than everyone else uh you know that the clothes were a bit tighter and the i guess class photos that we used to have yearly um I stood out a bit more and now I was never I would say an athlete however I did do athletics um mostly the throwing ones uh shot put discus things like that um I always loved food um as uh, a New Zealander but also a Samoan it's it's in our culture to to eat on every occasion whether it's uh, um 21st uh, a funeral a wedding uh, a Sunday, you know, we're always eating, um, and I guess that uh, was a big part of it of my my weight gain. Um, and growing up, I guess through through um, to high school, um, I didn't really get involved in much. I was a bit um, withdrawn, um, and. I, I lacked commitment. I lacked um, goals, vision, um, but also I felt like I didn't have any of that support around um, kind of changing where I was going. So I just thought I'd carry on, and I did. I carried on, and I, I made my own goals around, um, you know, continuing to eat, and I kept all my emotions within. I had friends, you know, going off and doing different things, and they were enjoying, I guess, the later end of high school. Um, but I just did me. I just would uh, kind of fade into the background and 
and my emotions were, I guess, covered by food. Um, I turned to food because I knew food would never judge me. I knew what I was expecting when I was eating food. You know, if I wanted a Big Mac, I knew what it tasted like. It wasn't going to mm-hmm. disappoint and I wasn't going to judge. And so that just carried on. And I guess um, there were definitely things that happened in my life, you know, like being that big um, at high school. Uh, you know, you get mocked, you get teased, you get made fun of. Not much um, in front of my face, but just the smaller things where um, if it had anything to do with size limit, weight limit, you know, you just weren't invited. Um, and, you know, it took a toll, but carried on. And I um, I was married at a young age. I got married at 20 and then had kids at 21. And um, I guess all through just a whole lot of things, whether it was uh, entitlements, uh, self-loathing, lack of self-esteem. It was all in there. It was a big mix. And in 2019, after a whole lot of life, I weighed in at um, 644-odd pounds. Um, And I could barely walk. Mm -hmm. I could barely breathe. Um, I wasn't living. I literally felt like um, a few more kgs or a few more pounds, and I probably would have... um, yeah, what, what a bit the big one and passed on. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I can definitely relate to a lot of that because I was 623 when I hit my heaviest in 2016 that I ever saw. Um, I might have been heavier at some point, I don't know. And I, I kind of like, not like, um, I kind of relate to a lot of what you're saying about, you know, in high school, especially like going and being in the background and not really, and just, you know, going to food and having that emotional attachment to it because it won't, it won't let you down. It won't judge you know when I went when I was in high school. So I went to a Catholic high school in, in our town, Catholic high school kind of, you kind of like d- divide right in the middle of the, of the city, like which high school you went to if you're Catholic high school. And a lot of my friends went to the other one. So like, I didn't really know a lot of people at mine that I went to and I really didn't fit in. And I didn't really have a lot of friends. Like I had acquaintances and like, I was friendly with people, but I wasn't really like, man, these are people I like hanging out with. Right. Um, and so I kind of just, I always kind of just like, was like a, an add-on like I would just kind of sit at somebody's table like at lunch or I would um even though I was at the point where I wasn't eating lunch at school and I would go to Taco Bell after school because <laughs> it was super cheap and once I had a car this is like this is like uh junior senior year but you know a lot of that like I just feel like so many of us especially like I had a lot of intense shyness like I didn't like to like because I, I think it went back to like I didn't want to be judged right like I didn't want because I, I, I had heard all my life I'd heard being called like especially when you're young like kindergarten age and you're bigger like you hear oh you're a fat kid or you'll hear things slowly and like you won't hear it all the time but a lot of it's behind your back but then over time it just compounds and compounds and then you get to the point where you're like well i don't want to deal with these people anymore like i I, these aren't these aren't these aren't people i want to be around so then you just go to food and i so i I definitely relate and i definitely think a lot of people listening relate because a lot of us in the community get to a point where we're like that where we just like have this unhealthy attachment to food so it's good, it's good to hear because sometimes, uh, you know, when you, we have people on these shows, it's like a lot of like positivity about how they've overcome their food addiction, but actually talking about it really helps, yeah. I think, for people that are stuck in it. Right. So. So, yeah. So. um, So you kind of said that, you know, you hit in 2019, you hit like your highest weight of 644. Um, did you have any like um, 
factors other than seeing that number that led you to like wanting to change and was it just like the number and like the not being like the walk like not being able to walk, maybe walk too easily is that really what made you want to make changes in your life yeah i guess it was it was a combination like uh, going back to i think 2016 i wanted to make changes i think i was sitting at about um five five sixty or five eighty or something pounds and and i tried you know like that's when i started my instagram page i was like yeah i'm gonna do it and I, I posted my first video and I was like, I'm going to do this. I don't really care what anyone says. I just want to document it. But then like, um, yeah, I didn't post anything for the next two years. So obviously <laughs> it didn't go that well. Oh, I, um, I, I, I hear you there because um, I actually joined Instagram by like 20. So I had a, if you know my story, I had a pulmonary embolism in 2016. And then in 20, early 2017, I joined Instagram with a personal account. Not even this becoming, becoming bread account I use now. And I was just kind of like a little lurker and like seeing people and I'm like, man, I could like, so these people were like big, like I was, and I was like, I could do this. And then, but then it took me almost two more years before I actually started similarly to you. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that you, like, we, we obviously know what it takes, what we need to do. Like, we know we need to do these things, but we, it, we just keep like kicking that can down the road until we finally do it. And it's a, it's, it's, it's a can too, because you kick it and then you finally do it. And then yeah you you find the can again and you're still kicking it and so mm -hmm. for me that was um it was actually in 2017 uh, september where i was sitting there and i just i was over it um and even though i i, I got to a, a bigger stage a lot bigger um and in 2017 i was sitting there one day and thinking man i've been trying all these different things i've tried all these little weight loss programs i've tried you know shakes i've tried uh, isogenics I've tried everything man I was giving it all a go just wasn't working out for me and so um, I got home one day and I thought instead of walking inside I'm going to try something different I'm going to walk around my block um, man I almost died that day because I forgot how although I think my block was small it was actually quite big for me at the time and um, so it was from that day where I, where I actually made some changes but then um, in 2019 or 18, I, I got a new job that came very stressful um, and then required a lot of time. And that's where I was introduced to uh, Uber Eats. And that just, uh, that was no good. I think I was actually keeping the lights on for Uber Eats here in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I was sponsoring them very large amounts. And, um, and again, I decided to crawl into my cave and just uh, be at home or be at work. And so... Uh, the work that I was doing, I realized that um, everyone around me was doing all the physical work that I needed to do. They were helping me out, um, especially my brother-in-law, doing all the heavy lifting and all the work I was supposed to be doing. And I realized that um, I can't keep going like this. The number was really just, I guess, the final straw to see that number. And mm -hmm. from there... Um, I just knew that something had to change or um, yeah, my family would lose their husband, their father, their son, whatever it is. And um, I wasn't ready to go. Yeah. Not yeah, really, I, not really to, to go, man. There were so many other things I wanted to try and do. And, and so um, I just started by literally taking my plate and what I was going to eat and taking a few things off it. That's exactly where I started. Um, yeah, never haven't gone back to that, even though that was the most efficient way. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just 
just yeah. do it slowly. Yeah, and that's those like I, I've talked about it many times. Is those are those like small steps that like the small changes that like, that are incremental that you can like you can kind of do consistently because it's just, it's just such a small change. It's not like it's not like you went and like or like all right, no, I'm not having any more of this food. It's all like salads and and grilled chicken, <laughs> right? Like like you just kind of reduced you just reduced a little bit, and and like that's yeah. more and that reduction will lead to like calorie deficit because you'll have less and and obviously it worked because you you lost over 100 pounds right yeah it was yeah. good yeah so with that one i um it was the initial you know i i, I um i think with the reduction i lost about 60 pounds straight off and without even realizing it was just mm. something that i was doing um but yeah it was real simple I didn't really have to think too much about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you didn't go into like macros and is this is this enough like carbs and proteins and fats and all that? It's just it kind of makes it very easy, especially like when we're when you're as large as we both were, right? Because we're both over six hundred pounds at our heaviest. When you're six hundred pounds, you're taking in many thousands of calories a day to maintain that weight. Like it doesn't take. I mean, I remember in like. Uh, I was, so when I had my initial weight, I was like in the hospital. So I was on like a, a very restrictive diet that they gave me for like a week. And in a week I dropped 40 pounds because of how much extra I had all the time that I didn't need. And, and that, and that was just amazing to me. Of course, then I waited another year and a half before I actually started <laughs> trying to lose myself. But, but, but it was just one of those things where I was just like, man, it's just like, if only it was that easy all the time, but it's also like, that was a very restrictive thing it was also i didn't have a choice right like it was not i i couldn't order what i wanted i could only order what was on the menu like i had i had variety when i could order off their menu but it was only these things up to a certain calorie limit um so yeah um it's, it's it, I, f I find it amazing because like i remember besides that like even when i started again like the first week i lost like 10 pounds or something and it just was like man this is great of course, that, that then the second week comes and you don't lose the ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but yeah, so, so and, and I'm I'm also just kind of uh, surprised that like at as heavy as you were at six forty four, you didn't really have any. Did you have any medical issues that came up other than like the lim limited mobility? Uh, not, at, not at the top. Like even at the at that weight, it wasn't. Um, I hadn't been diagnosed with diabetes yet. It was when I actually started coming down a little bit that I found that I had diabetes. And, mm. Uh, but apart from that, nah, uh, there was there was no real health issues, and that's why I guess I kept pushing. Uh, that's why there was no kind of um, light bulb moment for me before then. Was that I felt like I was defying odds. I felt like I was fat, heavy, big, but healthy, um, and it was mm -hmm. in this kind of world of denial. So I thought, oh, well, I'll keep pushing until uh, the doc tells me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I get that too because I mean it's also I, I, when we're our sizes, right? You don't really want to go to the doctor, <laughs> like at least I know I didn't. Um, and and you know, my mine was forced because I had a serious medical condition, and I'm just glad you didn't because it sucked <laughs> so bad. Um, so when when you decided to change, you mentioned how you went about like just reducing the amount. Were you reducing like everything on the plate, or was it just certain things? When you have dinner no, no, or lunch? Whatever I had. Whatever I ate, I just made sure that I literally made my plate or whatever, even if I ordered burgers or whatever, I just 
take one off, we'll take a little bit off, we'll cut that okay. one in half. Okay. Um, and it was, it became habitual. So um, I didn't even realize I was doing it. All right. Yeah. And, and again, I think that's great because it, it at least gave you a simple way you could help yourself. Right. Um, so while you also did this, did you at the same time, like start to increase activity levels, like, like maybe a little bit, you know, you talked about wa- a little bit of walking. Um, did you do any, anything else besides that? Or was that pretty much it? Um, at the start, because that's, that's the thing with this, um, with the initial from, from my biggest, I actually didn't document any of it. Um, because I don't, I don't want to. I don't want anyone mm-hmm. to see me at that size. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the same with you. Like I, I yeah. have no videos at my heaviest or photos. Because even when I had photos taken, I would always crop them so you wouldn't see a lot of me in them. Because <laughs> like I, I would I, always take the photos so oh, that, that that's so I was never yeah. in it. <laughs> well, I would go places like with my wife. Like we went to. I remember it was like right when I started my journey. Um, we were it was like I was like two weeks in, and we went to. I had to go to Vegas for work for something. And we went to the Grand Canyon and uh, like on a whim. And when I went to the Grand Canyon, like I just cropped like from like my stomach area down. Like I didn't cut, you didn't see any of that in the photo or yeah. stuff like that. Where now I kind of wish I had those things because it would yeah. show like the difference, which I still get every now and then I'll find a photo or my wife will see one in like a Facebook memory. But so often, like I don't have them because unless I, if I don't take them, usually I try not to be in a photo <laughs> that other people yeah. have control of. I totally understand it because it was, yeah, it's, being at that point, you kind of, um, you're not happy with yourself. Well, I wasn't happy with myself, so why would I want to remember it at that time? But I guess sitting here, yeah, definitely. I wish I did have those um, those photos, those memories, because um, it's kind of a reminder to a place I never want to go back to. But also, um, at moments, I guess, I like to reflect, and that kind of helps it, makes it a bit more real. And like why I was there, what was I going through? And um, from there though, I guess I I did pick up my, my exercise slowly. Um, and then when I got got down um, about 30 pounds, I, I started going back to the gym because I love the gym. I love how it makes me feel. However, I didn't love cardio uh, much. So I started somewhere that I liked. I started somewhere that I, I love to be a part of, which is weights, heavy weights. And I know that a lot of people, they say, you know, you've got to do lightweights and heaps of reps. But I was like, well, this is my story. So I'll just do it my way until I enjoy other things. And, you know, by default, I did. I began to enjoy a bit more cardio and started to do a little bit more lightweights and circuit training. So that's kind of where it flowed on to. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like anything you do is better than nothing, right? I mean, I mean, any, any weights, any many cardio i i hate the treadmill myself but i get on it for like five minutes when i start at the gym each time just to get my heart rate elevated and then i'm like all right i'm done with this uh <laughs> but, but at the same time i'll go outside and i'll walk for three hours like, like i have no problem walking outside but like walking on a treadmill just the boringest shit ever like yeah. I, I i even i even i could watch tv while i'm doing it play on my phone just bores me to tears because <laughs> um yeah but that, that's great because I mean I feel like even even though I feel like most of what we the change that we make is in the, the kitchen is nutrition um, that extra activity I feel like just makes us feel better <laughs> like more I think it's more to more like an emotional and confidence building type of tool than it is the actual physical oh I'm building muscle you are but 
at the same time, you're like, like my, my legs carried 600 pounds around on them. So they're pretty strong. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, when I go to the gym and I'm like doing new exercises and I'm able to do things I couldn't like for the, um, for a while, I couldn't do a leg press because my stomach was too big. I couldn't get on the machine. And then eventually I finally could again. And I was like, that felt really good. Not even doing the leg press, just, just being on it. And then, and then the one time I was working, I worked with a trainer for a while. And um, when one time she had me do a certain weight and I said, I said, you know, I said, I said this is the exact amount of weight that I lost. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. uh, that I used to carry around on me and she's like oh so you're used to it then (laughs) and then we went then we went then we went higher uh but but yeah it's just it's just one of those and I feel like you just like after you're at the gym for a while you kind of get a camaraderie with certain people um that that you see a lot right because like there's a one guy I'm I'm friends with um he follows me on Instagram now and he I know I think he listened to the show before um like he was one of the like my first day, like he was the guy that taught me, he showed me around the gym and showed me the machines and stuff. And, uh, and like, after that, we just kind of like, he'd always say hi to me because he knew me from that. He would say hi. And then we said, then we wound up just get, getting talking about Marvel stuff. Cause one time I, cause I have this uh, water bottle here, right? I can't really see it, but I have a Captain America yep. uh, sticker and he saw that. And he's like, he's like, oh, Marvel fan. And he, I was like, I was like, yeah. And then, so we got talking, but I'm talking for like 45 minutes <laughs> about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's just, it's just like those kind of things can bond as well as being in the gym, right? It gives you more, gives you a bigger circle of people too, that you see than just like the same people all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, really good, really good that you uh, did that. And I, I, I know I found your Instagram over the last year or so. And uh, I was just like, I was like, well, like I could relate to a lot of it because I remember being 600, and um, I, I know how how much of a struggle it is when you, especially because like when you're 600 and you lose, and even if you lose like 200 pounds or 300 pounds, you still have more to go. <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so that that's that's the biggest like you kind of mentioned earlier about the car, right? When we when we started this, how the car is gone. You need to learn how to drive sometimes because you go off the track, right? Um, and that's kind of how we're, where I've been the last few weeks or few months. Cause I kind of went off track a little bit myself and, you know, gained some back, not a lot, but 40 ish pounds. And, you know, th- those are the things that like, it messes with your mind. Cause you're like, man, I, I did this before, but like, it's almost like I know where I was a year ago and I'm higher now than I was then. And it almost makes you feel like, Oh, this is a wasted year or this is a wasted this or a wasted that As, in terms of health, not in terms of all the rest of life. Cause there's a whole lot more to life than just, than weight loss. Um, you know, I became a dad this year, so obviously not a wasted year for me, but, um, when, when you have setbacks like that, right. If, if you, when you need to like take it, veer the car back onto the, onto the safe terrain that you've been on instead of off-roading it. Right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get a metaphor here. Um, what, what, what kinds of things have you done? Like to, when you need to, to get back on track like that during your journey? Yeah, that's a really good question because I mean, it's very fitting for me. And um, when well, I forgot when it was, I think 2019 or something. I went on this crazy juice fast where it was 92 days. It was supposed wow. to be 100, but it was 92 days of just juice, nothing else but raw fruit and vegetables through a juicer, and I would drink that. And um, oh, it was crazy. I, I went. I don't know what the pounds was. Um, I think it was like I lost 208 pounds in. Um, 92 days and 
it was it was a mental journey it was an emotional journey and um you know it was, it was going really good until i stopped i stopped um drinking the juice and water and i wasn't doing nothing i just had no appetite so i stopped all of that for about six days and decided oh, I'm, I'm not getting the nutrients i might end up in a bad place so i tried to do it again and uh it didn't work and i started spewing anyway long story short i ended up in hospital with um nerve damage and so all of these things were going through my head where um uh, it was the juice's fault and then the doctor said actually it's not the juice it had something to do with your diabetes i was like, okay cool i got out of hospital feeling like crap and um i turned back to food i turned for that comfort um i couldn't move properly again but i'd lost all this weight in my head it was like but i lost all this weight i'm supposed to be moving better and now I can't move again. Mm-hmm. I was like, stuff you, weight loss. I'm going to go and get back to where I was. And so um, I slowly ate myself all the way back. I literally put all that 208 pounds back on, all of it. And yeah. um, I, I just, I broke down. I was like, man, I was gutted. And then I looked at it and thought, well, I can keep crying and go back up to two, oh, sorry, uh, 644. Or I can do something now and and go back the right way. And so for me, it was looking at what worked for me in the past, um, going back to what had proven um, helpful for me. And so I looked at I looked at juice again. I thought, no, hell no, I'm not going back there. Um, that was too traumatic for me. So I thought, okay, is it is it plant based? Is it vegan? Is it shakes? Is it what what is it to just get me started? And um, for this time round, it was actually going back to um, these OptiFast shakes to just get me started. And then just getting that in me, I was able to move forward. Then it was um, healthy meals. I found a new love um, for cooking. I never used to cook. My wife was the cook. She knew what she was up to in that kitchen, so I stayed out. And um, I found a new love for cooking and decided to... um, create my own kind of healthy meals and so I've been coming um coming right down all over again so it was just finding out what worked this time around it didn't have to be a long-term thing it was just enough to get that I guess um that engine fired up again and, and rolling along yeah that's awesome because I know so many of us like we, we, we uh we go on these streaks where we're doing a certain thing like whether it's keto or carnivore like i know i know um january's coming up and it's gonna be carnivore months for most of instagram uh and you know stuff like that can really get people fired up and or it can also sometimes do the opposite and people get like bored with it pretty fast because it's it's a lot of the same thing um but yeah it's it's really good to to figure out what works for you and like and as soon as you realize something isn't working for you just being able to make that change right because like obviously the juice worked for you for a while and you lost that weight but then when you got off of it like you didn't have really the stability, the plan, right? To, uh, to, to, to keep going outside of it. And I, I know, I, I knew a few people that did the, um, some of those like snake diets where they like fasted mm-hmm. for like a month or yeah, something like, which I, I'm, I'm not, somebody tried to get me to do it once. And I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> cause I was, I was, I was like, I know it's going to happen. Like I'm going to get really hungry and then I'm going to like just binge out of my mind and yep. And, that, and that's where I was like, eh, I'm not I'm not doing that. But uh, if it works for you, great. If it and 
a lot of times I've seen it, it, it works for people and then sometimes it doesn't and then they gain a lot of it back. And then, you know, and that's where I'm kind of like, you know, my own recent regain. I don't, I, I, I know what I need to do and I know I can't, I don't want to go back all the way up, but I'm also like not killing myself over it. Right. I'm just, a, I, I, I get these moments, these little moments of like, oh, I'm pissed off about it. And, 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 and then I, I, I get, I get mad at myself for a few, a little bit and I'm like, all right, well, you can't really do anything about it by being pissed off about it can't fix it it's just going to make me want to eat more it's going to stress me out so i just try to it's kind of one of the things i open my desk drawer i put it in i put that i almost like i put that emotion in there and i'm like all right you stay there for now because I, I i i it doesn't benefit me right like obviously it's, a, it's kind of like i'm i'm you have kids so you, you've seen the movie inside out yep. okay so you yep. know how like how like they say how like that movie at first it seems like oh sadness is a bad thing but but then but by the end of the movie, you realize that sadness is important. Like it's yeah. it's important to have those emotions and being able to deal with them, and not just. I, I know I just said put it in the drawer, but like it's after I dealt with it. Like it's not just like hey, I, but I'm not also not I dealt with it, but I'm not going to dwell on it, kind of thing. Yeah. And and like that's what I feel is so important is like because if you dwell on it, like you can go into a dark place really fast, and then you can stay there a long time. And um, one of the lines that I used in some Instagram post a while ago was like never like buy into your hype too much at the peak at your peaks when you're doing awesome and never like dwell in the darkness of your lowest valleys right because like both both are triggers that can just limit like can turn you so fast um i i know sometimes when i've been doing really good then all of a sudden i kind of get a little cocky about how i'm doing and i i i'm like i'm like all right i can do this and then all of a sudden i'm having like you know i'm like well let's go get some dairy queen and or let's go uh you know i'll go out and have some drinks and stuff and then all of a sudden i'm like i gained and i'm like Ugh, yeah so that, that's that's always the it's that ebb and flow and it's like it's a for life thing like it's not going away anytime soon like and and i i know you're samoan and i i have to bring it up because you're the first like samoan person i've had on the podcast as well um and have you ever seen like the rocks cheat meals oh yeah Oh yeah! Every time I see them, I'm like, I just wish I could be there one time. Like the sushi tray, (laughs) the sushi tray he has is just epic. And then like the cookies with like what, like peanut butter, like in between cookies and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, but you know that guy, he works out every day, like a madman. So he can easily handle that. But and even even anyone could. It's just like it's a matter of like fitting it into your program, right? Um, Because. There's, there's no, there's very few people I know that can just eat the same thing every day and not have a cheat meal every now and then, or a treat meal or however, whatever you want to call it, a choice. Um, so, so yeah, so it's, it, I, I like where your, your head's at though now, because I, I definitely, after talking to you for a little bit here today, um, can see that you're like on your path, right? Like you're not like, because I, um, I know when I did things like the, I've done a bunch of the shakes and <laughs> things like that. And I did shakes for a while and uh, about 10 years ago. And I lost like a hundred pounds. And then as soon as I stopped drinking the shakes, I did the same thing that your juice did Went yeah. right back up. Because <laughs> I never worked on, I never worked on the mindset. Like I was just was like, I was still eating whatever I wanted other than the shakes. So, but I always lose weight because I was eating the shakes instead of eating crap for like lunch and breakfast. And then at dinner, I yeah, just eat crap. And then, um, you know, by the time I got off the shakes, I'm like, I'm like all right, back to the normal stuff. <laughs> And, and then you're like, uh, okay, this isn't, but at the same time, I just, I didn't think about it. I was just like, eh, whatever. I'm the big guy. I'll be the big guy. And that's before, you know, health scares set in. So, 
Um, so, so kind of talking about something more positive than, 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 all, than some of the stuff I've been talking about. Um, I like to always ask people like some of their favorite uh, non-scale victories. Cause I feel like that's an important step besides the scale number. What have been some of yours so far that you've had? Um, that's a good question. I guess non-scale victories, uh, fitting into clothes is always a good one. Um, it's yeah. Being able to, I guess I remember, I remember on Instagram one time, um, I had a workout video posted and then someone messages, oh, you need some smaller shirts. And I don't realize that stuff. I just put my clothes on and go to the gym. And that, that was a bit of a, you know, a feel-good, non-scale victory moment where I was like, oh, I never really thought of it. It was those moments where you're too busy doing that you don't have time to reflect. And so that was one of them. Um, I guess another one, yeah, it's kind of, I'm going back to it because I don't really do it right now. But um is leaning forward onto my knees. I've, I've never done that in my life. I never really did it. But when I was, um, when I got down, I think I'd got down under, I'd lost 200, 200 pounds. I felt like my stomach wasn't in the way as it usually is. And I was able to lean forward and just, just lean on my knees. And I've never done that. It was like I almost had a lap. So to, to kind of have a lap was definitely a non-scale victory, man. I, I'll definitely claim that moment. Oh yeah, that, that definitely, man. I mean, I know, I know. Once I um, I had some skin surgery done a few years ago, and I had this excess fat and what it was, it was gross. Um, but I got when I got that removed, I was like, man, I can like put stuff in my lap now because <laughs> I, I have a laptop. I was always, <laughs> I have a laptop. I was always like balancing it on my stomach. Yep. And and then I was like, I I can actually put it on like my leg. Like this is this is new. Yeah. Right. I mean, yep. those are those are things that like are big and. I know sometimes people think, oh, so that's what normal people do. But you know, when we're this big, you don't, you don't do that. Um, cool. So that's awesome. So um, kind of getting towards the end here. I always like to ask everybody about a hobby, interest, activity, venture. It can be anything you want. Usually not weight loss or fitness related, if possible. Um, what I I, know, I I asked you about it yesterday, but what are what what would be yours that you uh, thought of for this? My hobby. Um, it was, yeah, I guess it's it's my shirts. Um, I got into doing a bit of clothing. Um, I've always wanted to do it since I was um, in senior at high school because I, you know, made clothes. But um, it was just sharing positivity on shirts. Uh, I've seen it done before, but um, I wanted to kind of, even though it's still kind of connected to size and weight. Um, to share it with everyone so that everyone could get clothes that they could fit, clothes that they could feel proud to wear and have that little, I guess, positive message on it as well. So yeah. making, making those and um, selling those. That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, and and I, I know you sell them, I know you have links on your Instagram in your bio to get the shirts. Um, where can people find them if they wanted to look them up? Um, so it's just on doing it bigapparel.com awesome awesome yeah. I, I i will definitely put a link in the show notes for that um i i know i checked them out i, I didn't buy them for some reason <laughs> but, but I, I i i i thought about it um it's always that thing where i'm like i'm like i already like my wife is already getting on me because i have like 85 shirts because <laughs> I, I got this habit of um as i was losing weight i started buying shirts at the next size down 
so I would have shirts ready for when I hit that next size down as I started to see him go down and down and down. Right. And so now I'm kind of in the, like I wear like three X and I'm like, I'm kind of getting into the, t- I'm hoping to get into the twos next year at some point. And I'm always like, I need, I'll need some more twos. <laughs> so that's, that's always where I'm at. Right. Uh, Cause like the threes, it's just like, I have way too many shirts because we're actually in the process of moving and I just packed oh, a bunch dude. of my stuff away and I packed a bunch of my shirts and I'm like, I have too many shirts. <laughs> uh but so, so so at some point they'll go to the, the uh goodwill here in the states so uh people people that other people can use them because i i don't just throw them out because that's, oh, that's cool. it, it's not a little it's not a little tricky with covid because sometimes they don't take them because of because of covid concerns but um for a while they weren't i think they are now um because it's kind of i don't know how it is in new zealand but here it's kind of even with the omicron surge it doesn't seem as bad as the delta so hopefully, hopefully this thing's getting more and more behind us as we go into the new year right uh because two years two years this is, is way too much <laughs> straight up <laughs> uh yeah uh all right so oh so i'd be remiss if i didn't ask because i hear if anybody's watching the video they see the flag behind you what's the flag is that new zealand is that for new zealand uh, this is uh, one flag this is actually my daughter's room okay it's uh got the best light i guess uh, oh. <laughs> this is where i have all my meetings too but this is a salmon flag um, okay. I don't know why she doesn't have the New Zealand one in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I knew the New Zealand one had the, uh, like, the, the um, I can't think what it's called for, like, the England. England the has Union that. Jack. The Union Jack. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew it had part the of the Union Jack. Jack where the square is, and yeah. behind us, it, it is um, it's actually reversed. So, this is the Union Jack is the red area, kind of white. Mm-hmm. And then the, where this red area is, it has the um, Southern Cross stars. So just four stars that are red and white. That's okay. What I'm using uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've seen it. I just I just couldn't remember. I was I was like I don't I think I don't think I, 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 the stars looked familiar like the pattern of stars and that's why I was getting a little confused. But that's all right. I, I, I anytime somebody has something in the background, I always ask like I remember when we had a uh, Ben Phelps who's Ben Jitsu on uh, Instagram. He had like a donut sign <laughs> behind him. I just was like that's funny. Um, anyway. All right. So to wrap up the show, I ask everybody the same five questions. Um, uh, so we're going to run through that. Uh, I might have a bonus question for you, but maybe not. We'll see. Um, <laughs> number one, what movie, TV show, or event are you most excited for in the coming year? Right. Hands down, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, May the 6th next year. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm assuming you saw Spider-Man, right? No yeah, spoilers. When... Uh on saturday okay cool we we, we, we can talk about it off air because yeah, yeah cool because it, yep, it, cool, it, it cool, got cool. crazy <laughs> all right number two uh what are two non-health related goals for the next year um the main one two of them is just take my time um whether it's building my business um my learning my weight loss uh my driving taking my time <laughs> take my time is, is number one and to be present where I am. Um, that for me is the answer of how to balance my life is that if I'm at work, be at work. If I'm at home, be at home. And um, if I'm doing my Insta posts or whatever it is, just be there. And when that's done, go be wherever else has to be. Yeah, for, for sure. Right. I mean, it's a really good thing to be present, like just to be in the moment. I feel like it's so, it's so easy with the, uh, you know, we have all these devices that can <laughs> can uh, distract us so easily, and 
it's it's tough because it's not as easy as it used to be all right uh number three if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation to stay consistent what three pieces of advice would you give to them i looked at this and i was like mm, just with the, the, the work that i do because i'm i'm a social worker and do some other contracting i guess i would i would get them to look at themselves and i'd ask them what's worked in the past yeah? what does that look like and how can you recreate that um and kind of like how i said with my looking at what's going to get me uh, back in the game as a, a heavy weights as a, a shake for a couple of weeks and then get into normal food and so it would be looking at that and if they come back to me and say well i've never worked and i've never had consistency in my life i'd probably say small victories um i mean if you look at it like everyone wants to have the gold bar everyone wants to have a big chunky piece of gold but watching these gold programs i see all of those uh, are created by a small flex and just grabbing those small flex and those small victories and so it'll then be focus on the small victories or the flex of gold and you'll get your gold bar nice i i, I like it a lot um the small the small changes are man are like so important it's it's it seems so silly but yeah. especially when you we, we know it's like you have a long goal long road ahead and yeah small ones are what get you through all right uh number four what have you discovered about yourself during your journey or transformation that surprised you the most inner strength um that's 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 my surprise like for me i i, I self-sabotage i'm very uh, hard on myself and when i do it before i've even tried something i become i guess um, yeah i'm just stuck in the mud and when i've actually given things a go and got over that fear i've surprised myself every single time so it's it's just strength um i'm stronger than i than i think or than i believe at the time yeah it, that's so true for so many <laughs> Uh, all right. Question number five. If in 150 years, science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be and what would the blurb tell us about Neom? Man, so this one was, this was hard. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but I came up with where true riches lie. Um, this book would be about a young boy that was destined for greatness, but was, I guess, taught to believe a different life he was taught to believe that he wasn't destined for greatness that he would amount to nothing however when he became of age to create his own goals and his own dreams he was able to find a belief in himself and because of that belief received the, the tools and the things that he needed to be able to become um, what he had always believed inside and from that from the becoming he found what was really important around family around time around service around charity around the true meaning of life and giving rather than i guess what he was told nice i i i, I like it man the uh i, I love the title it's a and I just like, I like that question a lot because it gives everyone a chance to give a different answer. Like some of the other questions can have similar answers, right? 
Um, so, so it's always fun to see that one. Um, so I don't have a bonus question because there's, I, I always like to throw it in there that there might be a bonus question, but I really just wanted to say, I appreciate you coming on. I, especially making time, uh, and, and I, and you get the family and all the other stuff going on. So it's always great to have people on that have different perspectives and especially you who are on opposite sides of the world and, and we're doing this. So it's always, technology is amazing. Um, so I wanted to ask you um, before we finish, if there's anywhere people can reach out to you on the internet, Instagram, wherever, if you want to plug it now, and then I'll add those to the show notes as well. Cool. Um, just firstly, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you're doing, the positive vibes that you're sharing, man, because definitely what i'm about and i'm grateful for you doing this man and us connecting so um you can catch me on instagram um at doing underscore it underscore big um pretty much the same on tiktok if you want to go see me do other stupid stuff and dances um apart from that you can catch our apparel uh doing a big apparel.com and um yeah that's us Awesome. And like I said, all those links will be in the show notes for TikTok, Instagram, and the website. Uh, and people can search you out and see what you got. Uh, all right. I want to thank everybody for listening or watching this episode all the way to the end. You made it. Congratulations. Thank you for that. Uh, make sure you check out the show notes, like I said. Um, and be sure to check out my website, becomingbrett.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at becomingbrett, the show on Instagram at becomingmorepod. Until next time, give us a five-star review or DM me what you think about the show, and maybe we can make some changes. And make sure you come back next week to learn how we can all become more.